0: Hello and welcome to Elite Rugby Banter, the podcast about rugby. Uh, I am your host, Adam, back steering the wheel this week. Uh, thanks to Matt, last week was steering the wheel, for my very tidy performance in last week's pod. Matt, um, uh, I hope I can make it up to you. H- how are you?
1: Uh, not too bad, otherwise, not too bad. So, I'm writing down.
0: Ooh. What, what are you writing down?
1: What time we started at?
0: oh yes yeah no, um yeah matt communicates with the intern uh and we're all indebted with to to the the two-man team in, in that respect this uh, way, we, we let the intern like edit the pod yeah i think so you know we've got to uh, spread the wealth that, that explains
2: a lot yeah but i guess like that's kind of what they want exposure to a lot of
0: different things yeah, yeah well we pay we pay the intern in exposure much that's that's the idea.
1: Exposure ben, to like you? 10 people. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 The is getting ripped off. Do you think the intern listens to the pod? I hope no. not. No. If I struggle to listen then definitely not. Actually no maybe maybe it's opposite world and the intern does.
2: know an intern comment on this if we listen to the pod. If you listen to the pod. Yeah.
0: Fair. Uh, how are you been? How, how's um, non-draft life? You didn't take part of the draft?
2: yeah it's good Uh, actually i don't think i would have done well this this weekend because i didn't actually watch any of the games pretty much so you know i'm well qualified to give a pod as usual
0: yeah but um, uh, but your um biscuits is the free market picking up
2: yeah yeah. so so this would really be when my draft starts now pretty much i'm in
0: i'm in that same boat uh, because I fucked my draft quite badly, I think. Um, I, do, I
2: haven't actually looked at what you guys have all what you guys have all done. I don't know how oh. I feel about this abbreviated format, to be honest.
0: Uh, I won't lie, I don't like it. Um, is it really the room for error is small. But at the um, at the well, end this of the is, coin. this is
2: kind of like if you get one oku gets negative points, you pretty much fucked.
0: Yeah, that does me. Thanks, thanks, James Blackwell. Shout and out to you, also Mister Reliable.
1: Yeah, I mean Adam's complaining about that, but. I think Alex has more of a leg to stand on. He's first pick overall, his (laughs) first pick of the draft, Richie Mawango, Ben. What do you think he cracked up?
2: I saw him complaining, so I'm guessing negative three or
1: four. Negative two. Just as you know him well. How's that for a first team pick? (laughs) I
2: told him, I told him not, I told him, I was like, listen, Alex, just go go Will Jordan. Oh, Will Jordan? Actually, he didn't 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 even play, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Yeah, But But at least then
0: you have Will Jordan.
1: Well, Cody Taylor cleaned house, actually, I, I would have thought.
0: Oof, yeah, know he was on fire. I've mean, were people, when Richard picked him, we were like, ooh. No, oh, I, I, no, no, fine. no,
1: I was on Richard's side for picking him.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I've been scarred by picking hookers. Oh, I'm well, just it, shit picking. So yeah.
2: it's, a, it's a good differential, though, Cody Taylor, because there's no one else really in that. Well, I guess, is, what's happening really with falafa Inga? Is he injured up. the moment?
0: Oh, I need speak to Phil. He's the Falafelinga Whisperer. So I need need just to find out what's going on there. I was was, um, chatting to him about trading today. Uh, Our two organizations have a good trade relationship. And he lowballed me with an offer. And then I asked him. And uh, we we haven't heard much. So we'll find out. To be fair, but you're going to have to fight
1: Big Alex for Falafelinga anyway. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um, I need to see who who he needs. Because my team team is a bit of a disaster. But you never know, Mitch Hunt. He's my boy. So we'll see how he goes. I don't think he's that bad, actually. But we'll, we'll figure it out. Right. Enough about that. Um, we're talking a lot about draft stuff. That's because there is rugby back on the least the southern hemisphere. field. there's so much oh. rugby now.
1: There's a ton. Yeah, it's a flood. It's it's
0: a it's to Like like, like, for, it like
2: this bloody wasteland we are living in, and suddenly like there's all the rugby you can watch and more.
1: I didn't even get you know, a chance fe- to watch this the local stuff
0: yeah, no, me me need though, unfortunately. I mean, uh the bills smashed uh Eastern Province un- unfortunately. I need to catch up on the other scores, but I guess we'll get there. Um so let's just going to the news. I'm sure there'll be one or two things I may have missed that your eagle eyes have caught, gentlemen. Um let's see what do we have here. Well, of course, we just we have a normal Western Province update. Uh apparently Maria, who uh, long-time listeners will know that he's the the president of Western Province. He's written to uh, the Western Province Clubs saying it's in the good hands. Um, there's reports to remove him, and we spoke about that last week. In the letter he said, it was also it was published in a report, um, Murray claims that leaks from, from the union's ranks were to blame for the damage the Western Province brand. Um, earlier this month it was reprimanded by the union's top press over comments he made to the media, the media. Uh, you can go to the rugby365 good good website run by Yonder Koenig if you want to know about South African rugby go check it out um, by fake news and all that all that jazz in the letter he just had said that the union has been devastated by an unknown person and persons unfortunately from within its structures which leaked confidential information to an unauthorized third parties given the fallout due to these leaks it seems there's a careful strategy behind it to under- okay I'm gonna stop there Um, He's clearly talking about his evil twin, apparently, Um, who's doing all this because Maria is the source, and he and his cronies is the source of the problems. Apparently, a report also said that 12 clubs, uh, and and the clubs are the owners of the Western province, as I've said before, that's part of the problem, including Tigerburg, actually I have have been there. They've written DSA Rugby to request that they step in and take charge, because they've lost all confidence in current management, because they are incompetent by words, not theirs. So just the uh, normal nonsense, whatever. Well, yeah, we'll move on from that. More interestingly, um, we're expecting a decision from the British Lions what do they call it? A company? Or were they just the British Lions organization small o? What do we call yeah.
1: them? I, I don't know what they are. I think I they're there must be a company would, like incorporated for it, but it's also I think yes. like an organization of some kind.
0: Yeah, a
2: company is an organization. So if you just go Fair organization, enough. you're pretty safe.
0: Yeah. Well, well, the SuperSports CEO, I think that's saying I know who he is. Uh, yeah, he says he can't see the impact of the tour. Phil, staged, Phil, broad, Phil always tweets him. He's like always on this guy's case. Mark Jury. Oh, I thought it was Amitaz Patel. I guess he's moved on. Yeah. I'm clearly not paying attention. He recently appointed. I guess that's why he said moving the tour. To abroad would impact the host broadcaster. They'd rather see a go ahead this year than not at all. Reports in the UK, these are by the Rugby Paper. Look at these now, are that the plans are afoot to have three test tour held in Britain, with a rumored fourth test on the cards. Uh, the havoc it's COVID-19.
2: Yeah, but, uh, uh, but how how are they doing any better than we are with COVID when we are in mean, South Africa Mauritius is doing fucking great I don't understand why the tour is not coming to Mauritius I mean, the, you the,
1: definitely the got the stadiums for it
2: no, but even well, the... we, bu- we built a stadium the other day it seats about 25,000 or something So Which is I amazing. think ideal and you can see yeah. it from the highway. So if you could just like park your car there, like five people a car, you could probably park, say, four or five hundred cars in that area. So that's another 2,500.
0: Yeah. So, but J- Jerry, he said that, I mean, the storytelling story around the event wouldn't be the same. I think that's pretty obvious. Uh, it would impact them. He said time zone is one thing. you so have got to take into consideration, hence why Australia's offer was rejected out of hand. We are the host he didn't say that we are the host broadcast of the series as well and it impacts our ability to tell some amazing stories oh jeez. so he brings up chasing the sun which was really good uh, blah, blah, yeah blah, no blah. no but
2: but uh, i think
0: of the impacted parties they probably
2: impacted the least because mm. it's just no, it's just now they you know they just send basic commentators over instead of film the whole thing pretty much
0: well, he, look, he did say that fans in the stadium, they do create an improved atmosphere and therefore an improved yeah. broadcast product.
2: But then, but they probably going to get... Because I don't see... If they're doing it without fans in the stadium, they might as well
0: do it in South Africa. No, I think they want not fans in the stadium. But it says here, so this is from yeah. the rugby paper. Oh, shit. Okay, i not a subscriber. But they say that the Lions are finalizing plans. Uh, they're going to tour, obviously, Britain and Ireland. Oh, we're going to find out this week, apparently. Yeah, so I will see. So. It was we'll, probably we'll keep...
1: two hours after upload the episode tomorrow morning.
0: Yeah. Interestingly, though, there's going to be four tests, as, as I said. Yeah. So they're going to well, be I'm Dublin. Get, I, well, it's... Four, four
2: makes sense, because it'll be Dublin, Cardiff, London, and... Yeah, because it's the
1: three tests cool. with us right. and the one Japanese test.
0: That's I want to know tests. where the money is going. Um... Yeah, well, hopefully, play, hopefully,
2: but, yes. hopefully we can push for a 50-50 split. I, I think I, I, I reckon I we'll
0: so. probably get 50-50, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I it's think been that's enough, maybe
1: and... why the decision hasn't been made already. They're trying to finalize. That's what's probably the last thing they're trying to finalize, because the rest of it seems quite an easy decision to make. Yeah. Mm.
2: Um, and. Are you listening, And? Oh,
1: um, sure. Now. Can he is. Uh,
2: the the Lions tour doesn't count towards the world rankings, huh? I don't think so, so because I know the, that's, uh, that's a stupid question, but I can't see how it can. But yeah. I was just thinking now, I was like, it kind of should in a way, but
1: it should. So it should impact all for the Lions teams, or th- three of them, all three of them. In well, no, it, well, it should more impact
2: just the host, the host country, like the, well, yeah. the 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 country formerly known as the host country.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Maybe. Not a bad idea. No. Uh, the world rank is mean fuck all anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, look
0: I'm it. just trying to see if I can so I'm just trying to find an alternative source. Uh, no. no. Uh, okay, there's a story on the Guardian and I can read. The, check this out but it's free. Uh, apparently the, the Lions, the, the British Irish Lions, they're considering a base in, in Jersey, which is a tax haven, as a contingency plan. Um, the jersey could be used as a pre to a camp Um, i'm so sorry Adam. To...
2: please don't use the word tax haven it's called oh. either a, a business friendly jurisdiction okay oh
0: uh, sorry uh, uh, jersey is a business friendly jurisdiction yes, um you. it's see uh, i mean obviously the vaccine program is running out in the uk mm. So no, that's they, one seem of the they
2: seem to be doing well. They've vaccinated like 20 million people or something. Yeah. But yeah.
1: So, uh, which they're not using the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, hey? They're no, using... they're
2: using the they're using the double one. But apparently, after your first shot, you like 85% immune. Yeah, but the, and then just... the second one like tops it up to like 95% or something.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm just ju- I'm just asking that because. They aren't necessarily, I think, depending on which one they're using, if it's the one that we initially got here in SA, then had to send away because it's not effective against that particular strain that's popped its head up here.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Jersey, it appeals um, because it's got only 25 active COVID 19 cases as of Friday, restaurants or hotels were allowed to open again. And they've got strict border controls. I mean, the Lions are saying that they haven't made any foul decision, but let's face the fact, it's been made a decision.
2: Do you, do you, know, do you know what country has less than 25 COVID cases? Mauritius. Mauritius. Do you know yeah. where restaurants are open? Everywhere. Mauritius. In Mauritius. In Mauritius. That's <laughs> well it's probably everywhere. I don't even know anymore. What, the, what the, What's the world even doing? I'm so isolated.
0: Yeah, The apparently um, the... Uh, the UK government's been asked to underwrite the tour, and the Lions and East stadiums to be at 25% capacity to be financially viable. 25%? Yeah. We'll see. If I
2: don't think we'll be touching. I reckon they could probably do 25% now.
0: Yeah. that's. I guess, sorry, we got a little bit sidetracked. The, the point I wanted to make is listen to the broadcaster. He talks about time zones. That's what plays the biggest role. Um, and South Africa, in short, has been fucked over by this whole thing. It's going to add a new aspect to, to it, um, and I'm sure there will probably be some forms. But so one to watch. I'm sure, like everybody else, we would hope for the series to go ahead. I I'd say that mainly for two reasons, for the player's sake, uh, because I know they're all keen in this, and also just for rugby's coffers, because we need the money. But
2: in terms of rugby, okay, now... Touch with this COVID thing is coming to an end. Say so by December, it's pretty mm. much going to be done.
0: In the northern hemisphere, sure. Uh, yeah. I, wouldn't, I
2: wouldn't. No, no, I, I would, I would generally. You know, once it once it gets going, it'll, especially once the manufact once basically everyone in the north has had their vaccines, and then they just, you know, then obviously there'll be surplus, which will all head to mm. what well, presumably kind of us as the. You know the, the next, more most influential, whatever you'd call it. Mm-hmm. So, wouldn't it be better at this point if they playing hardball on revenue? We just say oh, fuck it, let's postpone it then. Yeah,
1: because we will be by the time it rolls around next year, they would be vaccinated. The vaccine. Yeah, but by will. the time it rolls around, by
2: June 2022, definitely it's, it's sorted. Yeah. Because like yeah. They,
1: they,
2: they wanted they, because like they, they don't want to do the Olympics in Japan.
0: Yeah, no, I think the Olympics is not going to go ahead. The, the big issue is that the home unions, uh, they don't want to change their tour schedules. So of course, it's always the Six Nations fucking over everybody else. Uh, in in 2022, that's been the major issue. Is if there was any common sense, they'd move it, but nobody else wants to compromise.
1: As I said, more of the hemisphere who
0: control where I be a bunch of dicks. So, well, the unions, not the fans, but the unions anyway. And Mario oh. Toji by the sounds of it i to go five penalties, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry, you, you've oh, got to use God. his
1: full name, Adam. It's Maro Five Penalties Itoji. Please don't <laughs> skip that. Sorry, my bad. Name. It's important.
0: <laughs> Touche. Um, all right, well, let's, let's leave it there. Uh, we've had a big chat. All Actually, right
1: speaking of that, I just want to jump. It's going to be jumping a little Oof. bit around the news. But I did yeah. see an article that said, was that performance maybe the, the nail in the coffin for him not getting the British and Ireland? Captain
0: C. He's not Captain C material.
1: Shh, Adam, he was oh, Captain no, C material. He,
0: he is Captain C material. No,
1: he's, no, he's no, a fine no Lions that's captain.
2: bullshit. He should definitely captain the British Lions. Like, that's a good call.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, like I, I think he, he's got strong, strong, um,
1: leadership. Strong
2: leadership. Yeah. I think he'll help keep his team cool under pressure. Yeah, and well, yeah, frankly, frankly, he's the, he's the right decision as British Knights Lions captain.
1: Yeah, they shouldn't just look at one weekend's a poor performance, really.
2: No, 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 Eddie, I presume you're listening to this, so don't don't let one weekend... No, not Eddie, Gatland. Oh, fuck, Gatland never listened to me. Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Eddie, while we're on this, maybe you should captain uh, England as well, huh? Yeah,
1: why not?
0: Yeah, oh, Jesus. Um, I know Owen Farrell will get on to these six nations, but all the controversy there, but he had apparently a very awkward... Interview. Um, Did you watch okay, the interview? I just, actually, no. I, I have it here. If I play the interview, it's, so it's... Um,
2: no, no, no. Okay, can, can I? You can I, I know, cut like, in. I want you now, to cut now, in and now what you it, have to say. Everyone, everyone's jumped to defence of this, this interviewer. But in all fairness, the players and the the coaches aren't allowed to comment on the ref. You know, they comment on the ref, they get fined. Yeah. And then the interviewer like, "What do you think of the ref? What do you think of the ref? What do you think of the ref?" No,
0: like, the referee's is just doing what he's doing his job.
2: No, no, but uh, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, it's it's bullshit. Like that, World Rugby creates these rules, and then the broadcaster pretty much tries to entice them to break the rules. Like I thought, I thought it was a very good inter. She was her, her ability myth? to interview was good. But she was interviewing as if she was like a hard hitting journalist. So but she's gotta she's got, to, she's got to realize that in terms of rugby, there's certain rules that they can't just say, no, the ref's a fucking idiot. Like you know, obviously they're not they're not allowed to say that. So don't try provoke them into saying that. Like I like I didn't I didn't think it was very professional of her, let's say that. Yeah. Or she obviously mm,
1: was. Sure. I think the, from the her same. briefing from her producers who ever made a who basically fed her those questions and was probably the ones that followed you. Because like, she doesn't just come up with, as the post-match interviewer, she does get to choose roughly which questions she wants, but there's a director or producer or someone but, but, who's but, feeding her the questions.
2: But it's actually a pity. No. Because she was, she so? it, after, after the the initial oh. thing about the ref, she was asking probably hard-hitting stuff about like the penalty count and what's going to happen. But because kind of, all the stuff about the ref had just left such a bad taste in owen farrell and eddie jones's mouths they just sort of brushed over those questions when she could have made them really sweat on those things
1: yeah
2: within sort of the bounds of what they are allowed to say so you know, Which, it, well
0: there, there are no bounds no i mean the questioner in that respect yeah obviously there's a narrative their job's to identify the narrative that as in all news um so she would have driven the questioning in a sense but in fairness to you Matt. Maybe they just said, hey, push this. I'm, I'm not, obviously I have no yeah. idea how the BBC sorted it up, but she received the reporter a shit ton of online abuse. I think that's actually no, no, what's no, no, unnecessary. But, but
2: fair, yeah. fair enough, but, but yeah, the online abuse, I, I haven't heard any of it, but I presume it was just it's completely over the pure, top. It's pure
0: toxic. And I, I,
2: and I, feel, I feel my criticism was so,
0: somewhat constructive. Yeah, this. hold on. I'm just going to play the video, but Skype records the stuff, so I'll tell well, you what it's done.
1: I, I wonder if it will record this one. No, it's
2: not because it's not playing the
0: sound three, yeah. Because Matt it, much. you. No, no, well, it's just us having a look. No, well he gave the sportsing, sporting on' oh, So how did it go? Oh, we sports it and sports it, we shouldn't talk about the sports. And I saw Eddie Jones' reply about the dog and the wife, like the dog not eating the wife, uh, something like that not getting paid because it was being fine. fines. So uh, I mean this is friction. I personally think the players should be allowed to to comment on the referee. Uh, to a certain... I guess I don't know where is the line drawn, but um, referees should not be a protected species. The problem is if players can't comment about them, it, and I've been seeing this in the Premier League football, it erodes the relationship of confidence of players and the referee because they can't, can't comment anything. Yeah. So that's, but, but that's, it, it. It,
2: it does. It's like a weird sort of double standard where... Say so, so, so like you told Jay, one of the best players in the world, widely acknowledged. Has copped a lot of criticism mm. uh, from from his from his one bad performance. A ref has a bad game, which I would argue they do. They do, yeah. I
0: mean, but I'm no sure.
2: one, but no one, no one can really say like, "Shit, the ref, the ref didn't have a good one today." Like like that's like you can't say that. The ref is just assumed to always get it right, sort of thing, which. <sighs> I don't, maybe they should maybe they should interview the refs often.
0: I think they should look I mean I can know what I just said, but look, refereeing is in rugby anyway very difficult. Um, and in most respects the oaks coming up through the ranks is for amateurs, volunteers who eventually get paid mm. to do it. Um, and I know in club rugby so it was a decade ago now, I had a huge amount of respect for oaks referee because it's I said the rugby co- uh, rule book is complicated. And a club rugby level, works get a lot of shit for it. And it's a very thankless task.
2: Yeah. Um, well, it, it, it's, what, I it's one know. of the this things, though, that refereeing doesn't get harder as you go up levels, in a way. Okay, obviously, you're refereeing under nines or whatever. Who cares? But Yeah, but the pressure, so to speak, is all that But, changes. I mean, you, you're refereeing, yeah, say, under 16 A's or you're refereeing Springboks, you have to sort of be as sharp, in a way.
0: mm I feel like you have to be a bit of a dick, or very confident. That's why I like Yaku Paper. He's not a dick. I, I just think he's decisive in a way. Yeah, yeah, like maybe I don't know, one time, two times out of ten, he gets it wrong, but he's decisive. It's when you see referees, you lose control, like Bryce Lawrence, Weddington, circa 2011 or 2015. So I can't even remember who it was. I
1: think, was or, it the or, 15 one where he just ran away after the match.
0: Yes, and he let David Pocock I mean, Pocock did his job mm-hmm. And the biggest issue I think referees face with, face with professional players Is, I mean, professional players know where the line is And if they sense weakness in a referee Oh, they exploit it mm-hmm. And that's when it really falls apart um, Look, let's look, let's leave it there Because it's, it's a tough one um, okay, In a way, let's actually move on to, to the Six Nations I know in Wales, they won that game Against England 40-24 The first try well, One of the controversial ones the England Wings are coming for a little pep talk, and the French referee, I don't know his name, um, I shouldn't say French referee, sorry, that's uh, that's poor form, <laughs> the, referee. the referee, he, he so allowed to th- continue,
1: we'll so try. I think in that one, is that the one, I can't remember the order, is that not the one where he actually told Farrell, like, yes, the clock's yeah, off, so, go yeah. talk to your players but yeah, there, there,
2: there was a famous one that happened to South Africa that's one, so exactly so everyone's showing boys, sort of. everyone's showing that yeah. one
1: with John Smith and they're like John Smith knows exactly oh, yes. what knows exactly our own fellow I've seen that clip like four but, times but, but
2: who, who said that thing where like oh you'd feel really sorry for them if it wasn't England oh, I don't
0: know well I mean according to the ERB Facebook group the opponent that South Africa hates losing to the most is England so I only feel so sorry for them oh there it is I've just seen it yeah. Which, yeah, no. I'll like say England definitely got screwed a bit. That's, that's, that's a bit, so a bit to
1: in. I'm just gonna throw this into the Welsh defence. They beat England more by more than the two controversial tries.
2: Yeah. I I also think though because say England say they say they'd done the cross kick thing. Oh, then the, the, ref, the ref called them back. They would have just kicked it over for three, really. Yeah,
0: And then, and then so the it's second
2: actually, try... It's actually only a four-point swing.
1: Yeah, so yeah. that's why I say like we need to actually also... As hard done by as England feels like it, they lost by more than those two tries.
0: Yeah, and then the second try... Okay, this is a technique. This is a rule thing.
1: Oh, but this apparently...
0: Backwards off the thigh or whatever. Oh, he knocked it on, but they hit an English player... What it looked like, let me put it that way. He looked like he, he knocked it on. Sorry, I don't know if the name of the Welsh ring. It, was, it wasn't George North. It was a guy yeah, playing was, at 14. It
1: was LRZ. Josh
2: Adams.
0: Yes. Think, yeah. um, was it Josh yeah. Adams or Rhys Summit? I think it was Josh Adams. Uh, w- Williams scored the try. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to see. But he's chasing the ball. Yeah, he knocked it on, but it didn't hit the ground. It hit an English player. Something like that. It's a, quite a technical call. Yeah, it was, so, so if, you kn-
2: if you knock it on at it hits basically anything, your player, their player, or the ground, yeah. then it's a knock on. But obviously, you can knock it on and regather.
1: Yeah.
2: So, so, so what, what I think happened is he knocked it, and before it hit the floor, then he sort of kicked it? Yeah, I think that's
1: yeah. what happened. Oh, like yeah, it came yeah. off his leg or something?
2: but but yeah. but they, but then the, they say i think it was more a knock-on is a i think a knock-on is knee to shoulders
1: yeah i think so i think you're right head doesn't count uh, as a knock
2: and yeah so head doesn't cause a knock on and like shin and shin generally obviously, counts as a kick, obviously yeah. foot doesn't count. of so it's a bit of a thank god for bloody um who was it hamish watson after they beat england when he kicked, and it was just the biggest shin kick I've ever seen when the ball
0: the best the best part is then Dan Beggar takes the conversion hits the post then it goes inside then you know it's yeah. Wales Day no
2: uh, oh, it, it was Wales Day in a way like
0: England were, yeah was, gave, away, gave away quite like five penalties Matt said I think it was JB from the Egg Chasers podcast He he made the comments and fair enough he's like this is just a case in point of why a top flight rugby players should be well in theory top flight rugby players should be playing premiership rugby because obviously Sarah since they're in the, the championship
2: no that no, a, a lot of people get it. and they've been saying so, but that's Vinopolo, Vinopolo um, Farrell and Etoja have just been completely a step behind the game
0: and all no, you, you, you lose your competitive edge but I mean,
1: um, who was it, to be fair there are like three of them let me just see uh there were two or three others who didn't do too badly. Uh, Christ who was it? Was uh, Daly a Saracen I think yeah, I think Daly's a Saracens player. And Curry I think's one as well, isn't he? No, I think Curry first no, a Curry. Sale. No, Curry Sale. There were two or three like in the loose forwards in that that they were like it'll come to me. Not although I think Vonopolo actually had a good game this weekend.
0: Mm. Well, look, what I will say about um, England Wales, final comment is um, I mean, England got close. They, they, they got to 24, and the Wales still closed the game out. So, you know, fair enough. But We can leave it there. Just the other Six Nations scores Ireland, uh, they got their first one of the competition. So, Wales also, by the way, got the Triple Crown yes. uh, from that victory. They beat. Try and get the rankings here. Six nations. They
1: beat um, Scotland, England. Well, they beat, they,
0: beat uh, France. France.
2: they beat Ireland, Scotland, and then England. Yeah,
0: Ireland yeah. beat Italy. 48 10. And then it seemed like France there was, was cancelled. France was cancelled. Yes, that's right. Um,
2: but France is quite controversial now because apparently they I'm not quite sure what the exact situation is, but. Because ministers of sport. they, so so the French minister minister of sport, she wants to conduct some sort of investigation into what happened, like why would why did they breach the bubble, etc. How
1: was the bubble breached? And, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then French rugby, well the the team itself, I guess, is just kind of saying no, we we okay, just whatever's happened, it happened.
1: Because apparently, so, because rumors or not, it sounds like it's the coach that breached the bubble or something.
2: Yeah, it sounds like it was, what's his name, Gauthier. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: so, it does seem to create a bit of a... And now they say, unless they conduct this investigation, they're threatening to um, basically cancel, uh, like remove France from the Six Nations.
1: Yeah, so apparently, France is playing in the Six Nations under special dispensation from the French government, like with permission of the French government. So... That's what they're holding over from The FRU's head now is saying, basically, look, we'll take it away. We'll take away this permission. And then you can't play the last two games, I guess. Game? Two games? I think there's only a game left. Two games? Is it two? Yeah.
2: Well, there's six yeah. teams and they played three matches.
1: So
0: mm. uh, I'm just trying to find the fixtures. Oh, yeah and then so that got delayed and then, then there's the starting game so that's six nations for you is it delayed uh, i thought it be... was cancelled oh sorry no, it's, no, uh, no it's, it's postponed
1: is it postponed no. oh, okay
0: uh, yeah, yeah. uh then there was some rugby in south africa um i'm just trying to find the scores please pardon me the
1: bulls got like uh, oh, 50 uh, plus on
0: the, on yeah, the elephants yeah they beat the living they beat the living daylights out of uh, the elephants unfortunately look the it sharks for the
1: elephants when your biggest name is CJ fellerman
0: yeah um, and the sharks beat Grigwis mm-hmm. Tafalaga Grigwis 35
1: and the Stormers the they beat did they win? it's a province ah uh, province is a province not Stormers
0: so. I don't think they played no
1: they did they played Saturday oh ever. sorry
2: no, they played the cheetahs and they
0: lost. Beckman scored a hat trick.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that. I know they played on Saturday.
0: Oh, you're right. Oh, it is stormers up. Correct me. Yeah, oh, they lost 34-33. As I don't know, it's just a weird one. It's like warm up thing. Yeah, but uh,
1: it's so strange because it, like the whole thing was designed. Like they were hyped it as like this warm up tournament and specially designed so that our our top level players can get like game time and that necessary for. Tours or whatever, and no box have played this weekend essentially.
0: Yeah, no, none. I mean, his arm car is technically a box. I um, know. but
1: Speckmans, <laughs> frankly, also got a box cap n- no,
0: no, he doesn't. No, no current Simmons. box. No current yeah, box. no current box. Yeah, we're not going to get get into that. Let's let's move on to we'll call Tron Tasman in total, but it's, uh, well, is Super A P Aotearoa. Okay. Aotearoa. Aotearoa. And then Super 8BAU in Australia. So we'll start, I guess, with the Australian games. Well, we'll actually, we'll both. We'll do Fridays. Friday. Um, The Brumbies beat the living shit out of the Waratahs. Friday's game. That's Saturday. Oh, forgive me. Sorry. Uh, we'll get there, I guess. Sorry, pardon me. Here we are. The Reds were very lucky to beat the Rebels. Um, Matt Temer, whose kicking style is Sanchez esque in Fuck. smoothness fucking good eating Oh yeah yes and ben,
1: did was you watch damaged. any of this did you
2: watch any of this i watched uh, some bambi's um, world i didn't i was playing golf on friday and saturday so uh, okay. okay so now that, then, yeah. you,
1: then you missed the highlight well actually any highlights package you put on will show you the video of fucking uh tamua getting monstered in a fucking tackle
0: wasn't that what you mean? Wasn't, okay. it, wasn't that Hunter Paisami?
1: I think it's Paisami, yeah, that killed him. He
0: gave away the penalty. It it was really dumb. Like as it, soon as Paisami what? got up, he realised he'd made a mistake. Yeah. So I, maybe it wasn't too that Got tackled, but it was literally 80th minute. Oh no, um, no, I'm talking
1: much. I'm talking about the much earlier one. Oh 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 oh. I think it
0: was Paisami nah.
1: that folded Tamuera in half in the first
0: half, in the first yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah, and then he, and then he gives away a, a, a very dumb penalty, literally. Because I mean, I understand why threes have to crack down just go low a lot of New Zealand players they get very low Mitch Hunt he tackles low um so yeah it was very interesting the Rebels were actually pretty good pretty good value I think they negated the, the Reds' strengths obviously the Reds out wide they got Dagunu Vunavali made his debut and he scored uh, a try off a kickoff oh. after I think it was Joe Powell nearly left it to go over the dead ball line Joe um, Powell's so, got I mean, fucking
1: was... lucky there. He, kicked, he put his... Oof, foot yeah,
0: there. To his credit, he kicked the ball. He, he realized just in the nick of yeah, time. Yeah, he
1: kicked it like over the dead ball
0: line just in time. Yeah, And yeah. Yeah, weirdly, weirdly enough, um, I mean, the Rebels got a pretty decent halfback pairing. Joe Powell, good distributor. Yeah. Uh, and then you Matt Smirk, cool kid. And I said, I like Matt Not a very running fly-off, but he's got a good boot. Uh, which try? is what the Rebels needed. Uh, we could talk about this. i got two. We'll see. Um... Reese Hodge, he had a very good game as well. I mean, and the Rebels pack, uh, from a South African point of view, I don't know a lot about these guys, um, but they stood up. I, I do think Alex Murphy from, from the Reds, he had a great game. Nice mean okay. he, uh, uh, Yeah, and he nearly scored a try out in the wing, yeah. where unit uh, should have been. That would be nice for me. Uh, uh, but, yeah, overall, I think just the Reds maybe try to play a little bit too much rugby. You know, the commentators kept banging on about the disconnect between their backs and their forwards. And that seemed like... a pretty accurate appraisal. Uh, Uru, that's, sorry, the first name, gives me, he had a very Saru. good game block. Thank you. Um, I don't looking really looking for, for Sadakai Lotto to come back, but on the bye, this week, so Queens Rez, they should have lost, um, because it was weird. Timur also missed, the other penalty he missed was the easiest he had.
1: Yeah, he essentially missed his two easiest kicks.
0: Yes, yes, and he's a good kicker. I, I love watching him kick. What was the uh, It was really smooth.
1: That was a shame. Didn't, O'Connor uh, almost gave that cute comment after the game, I think.
0: No, he said, he said, yeah, kind of like he said he felt the math um, after that kick. Because the Reds by rights, I think if the Rebels had won that game, it would have been an upset, but there would have been deserved winners. So they're very interesting. Because yeah. the Reds and Brambys are the ones to watch. Um, for the shape of the Waratahs, I think the Rebels should beat them. And the, yeah, credit to the Rebels on that performance. So we, we don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to try shoot these Reds really quickly. Uh, Crusaders Highlanders, normal service resumes. Crusaders 26, Highlanders 13. The Highlanders had their chance. I know Tony Brown moaned about... He essentially implied that the Crusaders are professional foulers and everybody's like, oh, we don't do that and blah, blah, blah. Fact of the matter is Crusaders gave away a lot of penalties. They kept kicking for the corner. They didn't kick for posts. Two yellow cards on the Highlanders could not capitalize. Simple as that. Mm, um, shame, yeah. The, watching. The Saders
1: had just such good more defense. Like the Highlanders more, just ran and, against and, the wall constantly.
0: And, and Cody Taylor for his first try just burned a hole
1: oh, with a beautiful so, line what did he get like 30 meters 40 meters almost
0: oh, oh no nah no, no. it was it was pretty heat and, and Seviery scored a cracking finish Um, he had a very good game that's mm-hmm. so well. he looked really good Estefan Agaku Adas McLeod was solid Um, again the forward pack I mean you can see the players are a little bit rusty but overall the Crusaders were just far more clinical sorry Phil I think this week the most clinical team in New Zealand were out cold. I'm yeah, just going to say another... this
1: um mm highlanders were called clinical by commentary though
0: it was <laughs> in that, that
1: in the build-up for i think it's kind of kind of a garden batchops first try that was a good try, try. Uh, so okay, i have to say
0: that that was that was awful with Narek's little pass all. and
1: pass out like that
0: no, that was very nice mm, yeah, that, yeah narek yeah that was I, that was a very that was a very nice try nothing. if it's uh, have the chances i know um uh, marino uh, two he had the chance to let alamara go off and yeah no the highlands have been rusty crusaders deserve winners yeah away good lot of penalties you've got to punish them yeah. for it um so i guess moving on to the saturday games uh, i guess we'll start off the hurricanes a bit shampo they they the fact that blues only won 31 16 is <laughs> like a compliment to the Hurricanes. because the blues boss this game yeah mostly james Blackwell my draft team minus 15 thanks very much he had a card two or three penalties um and just looking at the stats the 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 hurricane strength is their backline I the hardly got the ball um and also sticking like upppy out the wing I, I get the theory of why he's there but if you can't get the ball in his hands it doesn't pay uh the blue the blues were excellent Terry blank uh, had a very good game but they should have won by more and I was side he scored both tries for the Hurricanes, Rico broke away with a very late try.
1: Rico's As well? try was
0: disgusting. It was. Uh, he looked quick, eh? Hey? It looks Christ, like he's he back to tossed. his best form. Yeah, I chose I chose the wrong uh, <laughs> the wrong center. So the Blues are looking good. Um, their depth of front row. Matt. I mean, they've got offer on the bench. They've got. Uh,
1: they, I mean, they've got offer on the bench. Didn't Tuana coffee was also on the bench for this match. Yeah, I mean Christ the depth they've got I think they've got at least two first class front rows and then was probably a third decent fucking bench front row as well still
0: yeah
2: yeah and they had yeah. a David it, challenge it it's, it's so weird that the Blues suddenly just have this bloody
1: like they bought like like they bought Lau- uh, Nepolalawa and then they started this cat James Lay that they pulled over from the UK oh, okay like they found extra, like they found like small, like smaller names and are starting them over these, because I'm assuming, Nepo didn't come for cheap.
0: I I, I think he's maybe centrally contracted. Yeah, I right. I'm I'm not sure how New Zealand, well look, let's the it's assume he didn't. He is a good prop.
1: And because I mean, no he doubt. left. He would have left the Chiefs for a starting spot at the Chiefs, or you would assume. Yeah, but anyway, he did. No, did he start? Yeah, I did. I can't remember.
0: Unipa, uh, no, like no, he, he Nipo. did start.
1: Yeah, he did start.
0: Yeah, yeah, no 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 he did start. Um, but it's yeah, the pretty really should have won by more. And the first try that the Hurricanes, uh, I think it was Flanders, he threw a wild pass.
1: Oh,
0: uh, that uh,
1: try
0: was then, unlucky. Uh, yeah, and um, Papali'i
1: was Papilly. so lucky to score that try. Yeah, exactly. Although Flanders, and of... Flanders also he does it, it him no it wasn't him who intercepted who intercepted there because uh, one of the blues threw like a not quite a wild pass but also quite a easily readable pass and one of the canes intercepted and popped it I think to Flanders and then Flanders flapped
0: it yeah I'm not yeah, I'm not sure
1: like one of the canes essentially caught intercepted what was going to be a certain try for Flanders to fuck it up like a pass later.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure.
1: I'll come <laughs> to Someone will tell me how, how I got it wrong.
0: Um, so yeah, I mean, the Blue show won by more. There was a bit of a, <clears throat> a, a I don't know, the key moment of the game. But Jordy Barrett, he got a conversion that started out right, swung in, and it uh, I, the, it looked like it went over, apparently. No, but that's um, the thing. If you're kicking,
1: kicking it to space, I mean, it's difficult to draw the lines.
0: Yeah, and also in fairness, we don't know quite where. It's not
2: that difficult to draw the line. No, no.
0: I'm yeah, joking. but where did it go over? I'm just giving the benefit of the doubt to the touch judges. They're right but there. Why, but it...
2: why? But why can't they use the TMO for that?
1: That's an interesting call. I wonder if that if the TMO actually has the ability to check on. They it.
2: must for like drop goals and stuff. Like you must.
0: Yeah. You know, with the <laughs> but look, it, it, it depends right? where it went over. Because obviously on the on a tv view yeah so the maybe
1: ca- so that's the thing yeah. the view the over the sh- so the shot the view from over geordie's shoulder which is what they showed on tv which looks like it went over but they didn't really show like the slightly back from behind they didn't show did they or too much the one from behind
0: yeah i think i uh, yeah really really tough in mean, a point this is one thing where technology could help uh, um but I, I don't want to put ARs out of a job. So <laughs> yeah, that, that was the main main bit of controversy from that game. And then the as I, as I noted, the other game on the weekend. Yeah, Brambie's pumped the waratahs uh got messy sixty one ten. Um many tries. Tom Banks got a try. Mac Hansen got a hat trick. Great pickup by Andrew, uh in the league. This is last pick. Lolisa got to try. Um, Lalisa did. Lolisa yeah, got to try the, off,
1: wa- off a rolling mall. He, for love, I it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, the Waratahs are in deep trouble. They've suffered two record losses in a row to the Brumbies and the Reds. And apparently, is one of the core franchises of Aussie rugby, people are panicking a bit. But they've lost. They're virtually playing a team of kids. Yeah,
2: no, that's quite a development side the Waratahs, to but be still, honest. But like, still, sh- the Waratahs should feel... be losing
1: by fifty fifty points.
2: Yeah, no. But um, actually, as as I flip to the to the Waratahs, the the commentators would say like, no, it doesn't get much, it doesn't get any tough as the than the Brumbies in Canberra. I'm like, you do know these guys are probably going to have to play the Crusaders in Christchurch. Yeah? But, <laughs> no, no, there's,
1: yeah. no there's, nothing, there's nothing more tough than the Brumbies, Canberra. Nope. Brumbies in Canberra. No. Crusaders and Crushers. Easiest game of the Br- season. It's like Force.
2: Brumbies in Canberra, Bulls at Loftus, fucking Argentina in that stadium where they're just giant pits on either side of it. Like, no. Nope. <laughs> oh, the Brumbies are bo- oh, in-
0: like box at Ellis Park.
1: I'm looking no. forward to. Next weekend's going to be fun because they're playing Force, so Force could hopefully pick up their first win. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, there's not outside the rounds a possibility, hey?
2: Uh, I don't know, the Waratahs might
0: bounce back just
2: for that, but what I was well, going to say Well, this is what the
1: commentators said at the start of this game, is that, oh, it's dangerous, you know, because the Waratahs, they love be- they love coming back from a tough position, and then they just ate 50 or 61 points.
2: Well, yeah, this is also what they... because it was relatively... It, like, it was at about 60 minutes, it was like 30 I
1: think so, yeah.
2: And the, and the commentators were saying like mm, this is where like the the medal of the Waratahs will be tested and they'll kind of show like what they're about and then they just proceeded to get absolutely dictor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I will say like I know it's not great for Australia, but I know Mitch he made the comments. Oh, let's see, Mackenzie Hansen free run at the line. Yeah, some but of those I, tries I,
2: I, think, I think it might be quite good because I know a lot of the sort of the internal shit about Australian rugby, they complain about the sort of Sydney Old Boys Alumni Club or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. You know, like these. And now with one stand sport, obviously there's, there's been a big shakeup there. And with the Waratahs becoming <sighs> a, a, secondary, a secondary state, let's call them that, rugby wise, may, maybe it is a actually quite good for Australian rugby right? because maybe it'll take you know shift some of the focus to
0: you know Queensland and more ideally or, or, um, or Q- Queensland's also one of the major it's Queensland and Waratahs have normally been the, the team based on it but from a, from a Wallabies perspective as long as they've got two decent teams yeah, I, think well,
2: the, the, Wallab- I think the, the Wallabies always good. seem to put together a decent side like I'm always surprised when the Wallabies just have a like they have just have a shit shit super rugby you know, remember that Super Rugby where they hadn't beaten a New Zealand yes. team for like forty-one matches or something? Yeah, yeah. And then, then again, so you know, I'm just like, oh god, Australia are just going to be cock. And then you look at the Australian side and you're like, yeah, he's, you know, looks alright actually. Like, yeah,
1: they've they've got fifteen good players spread across four teams. Or yeah, four teams. I yeah. just excluded maybe the force there by accident.
2: Maybe the Tars.
1: Yeah, at this rate, the Tars. Actually, it'd be interesting to see if if they do do an international side, what that side looks like.
2: Mm. Well, what I, what I do want to say is I kind of respect is Rob Penny still the Tars coach?
0: Yes. Yes.
2: I, I, I kind of do respect this. Um, so this oops, sorry. This this sort of <laughs> this sort of mentality that when you realize, okay. To sort of acknowledge you're in like a development phase. Because mm. I, think, I think some teams sort of hang on, try bring back older guys, try overplay their older players or whatever. And they actually just, you know, it, it actually doesn't, it, it just sort of delays the problem. Instead yeah. of saying, okay, we're in a development phase. Let's, you know, put a few guys out, free up some money and then bring in young guys, which I think they're doing it. Hopefully it'll work. Hopefully they brought in the right young guys, because I don't know all the other teams seem to have quite good young guys apart from the TARS.
0: Uh But I saw something about the TARS. that like only have like five or four players who played over 20 Super 8 games. Mm. Uh, was, and there's Jack Dempsey, Harry Johnson, Holmes, and that's it. Like, it's, a, it's a team of kids. It kind of reminds you of where the lines were post Super 8 when they got relegated from Super 8 it was a very young side and then after two three years they both have been actually you know what queensland's exactly the same Brad Thorne went and got rid of got rid of a lot of uh, the north senior talent had a lot of young guys and it's two seasons later and they're a good side um brumbies queensland game should be quite good um and the brumbies are yeah, like the fat track bully in in this respect so their game will be fascinating to watch so uh, yeah. Interesting times in the Australian conference, so we'll we'll find out. I was very sad Nick Walker pulled in the fifty eighth minute. Uh, I lost a I lost the bonus point there. Uh any anything else to add, Alex? Sorry know we've been quite quite good on time. No, we've been um do
1: we want to quickly do a run through of the team of the week? I see Phil and yes. Alex have put it together for us.
0: Oh uh, yes, let's do that. Where is it? Is it so on it's, Facebook?
1: No, it's on the on the draft sheet the last tab there's a weekly team of the week tab
0: oh sweet All right me, i've got second. it open if you want oh uh, yeah let's run through it. okay so tank it's tank tank starting
1: stuff. starting with the big boys the props said michael alatoa then asafa amoa as our best hooker of the weekend mm. Ofa to Fasi as the best tight head josh dixon best number four sam whitelock best number five Loose forwards, they've taken some liberties here. Uh, Rob Valentini, Audi Sevilla, best 6 and 7. And then best 8th best man, Seru Uru. To they use a lock. Yeah, but to, to be fair, he plays primarily in the loosies, so. um 9, Nick White, James O'Connor, best 10. Mackenzie Hansen, best 11. Ira Simone. Best twelve, Rico Iwani, best thirteen, Severu best fourteen, and Tom Banks, best fullback.
2: That's pretty much as nothing too mm, crazy think,
1: there. Yeah. I think yeah. Obviously Uru Uru is taking a bit of liberty, but I think it's fair. I don't think any of the actual eighth men stood out enough to warrant knocking him off there. Yeah, fair.
0: Oh yeah, so just, just something very briefly um, just to cover as you wrap up, and just about the private money entering rugby. So Silver Lakes, whoever they are, I think they're an investment consortium. They have offered New Zealand rugby $465 million uh, for a 15% stake in the commercial arm of New Zealand rugby. Um, so uh, it'll be interesting, interesting to watch. In terms of how this develops, a lot of sharks—they—they've now got private investment, so that this is just a trend that I think you'll see gradually. Now, particularly in the United States, those folks, those folks do do as they please. The um, journey, especially in finance and stuff, I know that the United States has started with MR Miles behind everybody else in the playing field, but I don't—they will catch up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the in journal has been very slow; the U. S. will generally catch up, so it will be one to watch. Um, okay, on that note. Oh, we need to do um, Super Brew. let at some time. Oh, shit. Yeah. Super Brew. Sorry, I got terrible memory.
1: This is why I'm here,
0: guys. I keep it tight.
1: I've got the coin, even though there are three of us.
0: Right. Chiefs Highlanders. This is on Yay. It excites me that I have a game to watch at home while I work at five past eight. So I think like a third of my fantasy team is going to be from the Chiefs. So, Chiefs Highlanders, this is at Hamilton. Chiefs have won haven't won in eight since last year. Yeah. So, Highlanders
1: look ball. good. I would give it to Highlanders, but not, but not by yeah. much.
0: Yeah.
1: Like Highlanders by no, like
0: three. I'll back you. Ben, what do you think? I'll
1: go five. Um, I don't know. The Chiefs
2: aren't being coached by Gatlin anymore. So. Yeah,
1: that's it. <laughs> but that's the thing. They are, but they a week short they're coming off that stupid first week bye so like yeah
2: they, I hate the first week bye so There's they're somebody like the rusty. how did the warm up games go actually uh,
1: I can't remember uh, I don't
0: know I yeah can't. let's say Highlanders.
1: Highlanders and then the easy
0: way yeah. Yeah. and then we got Crusaders versus Hurricanes so I think the other Crusaders are going to dick on them in Christchurch yeah so back. yeah 16 Oh, Let's say 20 yeah I think. just so. for, just for kicks and then uh by the way we are our accounts is ranked 573rd out of 26,000, so we're doing good guys oh, 107th nice. since that did period. we get a clean sweep uh, this weekend we did two for two and four stock, four four yeah um and then it's the aussie games right let's see how we're doing there waratars western force i'm gonna <laughs> yeah, say this but... can we
1: get, can we I want to shoot for the force to win this one.
0: Yeah. I I you know what I'll back you. Um they have more experience. <laughs> That's the thing. They've got Kirby force Yeah. Uh uh you, and, and Miyati. Um, I'll say force by seven. Ben? Uh yeah.
2: Force I kind of feel the only way the Force is going to win if they actually get out to quite a
1: big lead. Yeah, if they like, like like, like I kind four of, tries I kind early of, on and just
2: I kind hold of, it. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of feel if it's a close game, the Tars will win. Yeah, maybe. Just because the, for the Force don't really know how to win.
1: So like Force by like 14? Two tries? Yeah, let's say 14,
2: yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So about how much? 14. Right. Two tries. Jesus,
0: okay. Those tries. Alright. Um, and then lastly, Rebels Brumbies. Um, I don't think it's going to be a, a tall smash, but you've got to back the Brumbies, here. Yeah. They're looking good.
1: Yeah, I think you've got to got to sort of go with the form.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with. Tw- I'm going to say twelve.
1: Yeah, I think Here's it's not it's not ridiculous. I think Ben.
2: So what what game?
1: Uh, Rebels Brumbies.
2: Yeah, you know, it's got brumbies by. I think maybe more. No, no, 12 yeah, is good.
0: Okay, dokes, Okay, that's done. So we're with 100-100, Hopefully we keep it up for the rest of the season. Um, all right, yeah, that's that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Elite Rugby Bands. If you have been listening, thank you so much for listening, uh, Ben. Thank thanks for listening. Um, thanks for taking part. Thanks for being a core member of the pod uh you're, you're like the opposite of a guest actually i'm sad you're not involved in draft um the bands have missed
2: uh, I, i'm sad i'm not involved in draft but yeah i, I don't
0: think I'll. yeah you got big moves happening me in your life me so that's draft, it yeah. but, but uh, you can chew Oaks in the group and you are i think you you are a disciplinary board as an am I, am, I must,
2: am I still the points
0: we so we discussed yes,
1: we discussed this when we were doing the draft at the table, at the, those of us in Cape Town. We were like, actually, are you still? Because who gets all, all your emails? Who gets oh, all yeah. of Adam's I, emails?
2: I <laughs> well, no, no, two, no, but that, that's where I was, well, in effect, the commissioner. But
0: well, I, I think you do. you like, you know, um, an organization,
2: there's a president. I, I, I think I still have like ERB fines.
1: I think website. that one still exists, but, yeah.
2: Know.
0: Yes, that one exists. I, I think it's on my phone. See if yeah, anyone
2: sent in the fine. I have draft fines. Draft yes, fines. Yes, that's
0: it. D-O-B.com yeah, you are you are the fines. There
1: should yeah. be at least three. I know I think Rich tried to draft someone who was in a team I tried and I think Adam tried twice. Oh, uh,
2: no, I, well no I have not have I don't have any fines on that thing.
0: Okay. I only tried once?
2: On that but, on uh, okay,
0: but you're the you are the finance master. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so and Matt, thank thanks for being here. No worries. You're you're an ever present. The Rock of Gibraltar, the Rock of Jersey, the a Rock business Jersey. friendly a business friendly jurisdiction.
2: Uh, Gibraltar is also a business friendly jurisdiction. Gibraltar is actually very clever because what they say. Do you guys care about this actually
0: uh, oh, i'm do. here i'm here i'm ready i'm
2: ready so 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 what gibraltar say is that um all co- they only have one company type in gibraltar in mauritius we have several depending but yeah. so in gibraltar they only have one company type and the, that company type you pay 10 percent tax on any gibraltar source income gibraltar source income and you pay zero percent tax on any non-gibraltar income so obviously everyone sets up outside of gibraltar yeah. And um, just brings in brings in the income and it's all tax free. But because of this, technically Gibraltar is not a tax free jurisdiction. Technically Gibraltar is a tax paying jurisdiction.
1: Yeah, because it's got so ten percent. So,
2: so it means if you set up in Gibraltar, you ha, you have a tax number and everything, and it's actually a, an EU tax number as well, Oh, it's very significant. Because say somewhere like Dubai is a ta- is tax free, yeah. but Dubai doesn't even have a revenue authority. Yeah. So like you know you say oh you dubai and then you need to fill out a form and they say what's your tax number? and you say uh yeah well we're in dubai so we don't have one and they're like well this looks pretty fucking dodgy does it but yeah, yeah so that's why gibraltar is a very business friendly jurisdiction
1: it should be fun oh,
0: there you go yeah. we're not there just crappy go. people we're, we're brainiacs
1: yeah
0: on this podcast well, this yeah ben i'm podcast. leaving
2: this that's, ted talk in that, that's that, that, that's, li- that's literally, that's literally my job, Adam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's not really, I don't know if it's a mark of intelligence to know how to do your job.
0: Uh, you're literally just doing the bare, bare minimum <laughs> without <laughs> saying that. Is that true?
2: No, I don't think I work quite hard on my job. No, of course you do, of course
0: you do. I, I, I would never suggest otherwise. So, uh, yeah. Right, let's wrap it there. Uh, If you have been listening, thanks very much. We will be back next week. Keep well.